What's up, everybody? My name is Josh Biddick, and I am a Kind of Funny best friend. And right now, Kind of Funny is doing their up-and-comer opportunity once again, where you best friends get to vote on someone in the community that you think deserves a shot to work with the Kind of Funny crew for one week and gain a wealth of experience. We have an amazingly talented community with tons of people campaigning to be this year's up-and-comer, and I wanted to sit down with them to get to know them a bit better and share their stories. That way, you feel more comfortable when making your vote for the next up-and-comer. Right now, I am sitting down with one such best friend who just exudes the exact meaning and definition of what it means to be a kind of funny best friend, has a multitude of podcasts promoting the community, and does everything he can to make the best friend community a better place. I am talking about the one, the only, Kyle Stevenson. Kyle, how the hell you doing? Oh my god, Josh, I don't have much experience with getting an intro like that, and... I'm floored away. Thank you so much for the kind words. It's incredible. Well, I'm, I'm very happy Thank to be you so here. much for what you do with the community. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, so, Kyle, I think, I think it would be hard to be a best friend and not know who you are. Uh, <laughs> but if there is one such best friend or new best friends out there, uh-huh. uh, who are you? Uh, well, I, my name is Kyle Stevenson. Um, I guess we're just doing last names. Uh, it's weird. I, I, I've always – I grew up not – like with with teachers and parents saying like hey don't put out your full last name on the internet because people yeah. will find you but i just say it yep. all willy-nilly now um i am I a, you, everyone's everyone on the internet exactly um i am a, a kind of funny best friend from uh long island new york um i am a substitute teacher as well as working uh summer camp in the summer times um you know, other job being like building security and, and all that stuff, being very busy. I'm an uncle to three mm-hmm. uh, gorgeous and wonderful nieces uh, that are the loves of my life. And, uh, yeah, I just try to play games, watch movies, and catch up on everything <laughs> that I miss. And that list is very long. <laughs> and it's ever growing longer. It's so long. I, I sit down and I just kind of stare at the TV. Like, all right, mm-hmm. which one of my... Because I'm a Blu-ray, like, physical media person. So I have... Oh, so nice. I have, like, 800 Blu-rays, like, sitting on the shelf. I have, like, mm-hmm. games sitting. And I, I look go on Netflix and, like, man, I haven't seen any of this stuff. Like, yep. what? Do, where do I start? And you know where I always go? I go back to the mm. office. <laughs> yep. I just it's just go so straight easy, back to you know? there. It's just comfort food. You, you get overwhelmed yeah. by everything. I'm like, I know I'm going to like The Office. Absolutely. Yeah, I could, I could watch the Threat Level Midnight episode probably every other day or every other hour at this point like it's so good i was so happy when like when the office youtube channel released the whole cut of threat double midnight yes. and you could just sit down and watch the whole thing I'm like oh it was so cool it's so good <laughs> yeah i've often found myself sometimes just like watching best of compilations oh. of the office on youtube mm-hmm. so much especially recently i don't know it'll, it'll be like recommended and then it's just down a deep dark rabbit hole well, one of my other favorite things to do when it comes to that show specifically also parks and rec i love parks and rec oh, as yeah. well 100 um, especially because most of my time uh work experience has been with uh recreation department in my in my okay. town um you know working as, as a groundskeeper on baseball fields and cleaning up parks mm. and and or what have you the, the way they portray parks department and rec department it is spot on it is so that's cool it is so great because like nothing really gets done and everything is like mm-hmm. they'll have it a big event every once in a while but the rest of the time is like trying to move people along to get things moving a little right. bit quickly but what i do on youtube is i'll, I'll look up uh bloopers of the office oh yeah parks oh, bloopers are so great oh my god <laughs> absolutely incredible like when it, 
maybe you you know you don't have to be like familiar with those shows mm-hmm. to to really uh, appreciate the bloopers, but if right. you are a very big fan of them, like the bloopers take that show those shows to like the next level. Especially oh, and you get Andy to see Dwyer. The chemistry between everyone. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Like one of, one of my favorite bloopers of all time is when um, like when Jim and Dwight are in the hotel room and they're talking about like the spider. And he's like, oh, he walked away so, so just, oh my God, that's my favorite blooper of all time. Uh, when it comes to The Office, my favorite one is, uh, I forgot what episode it was, but like Michael is walking into the office and um, there there was something happened, like it always does. But uh, mm. Stanley cut him off. He's like, we get to go home. And like, it was so out of place from Stanley, who's like this depressing, right. uh, the whole crew just broke down and fell on the floor laughing. It was that is my easily my favorite one when the characters or actors break character just for the joke. Oh yeah, it's so good. I, I just, it, I think it's that level of authenticity and communication where it's like, oh yeah, you're real people, and it's yeah. like I'm. It's almost like I'm a part of that in a way, and everyone just connects yeah. and has. I fun. wish everything had bloopers. To be honest, even like the serious stuff. Like, oh yeah. Have you seen the Last of Us blooper from making the first game with Troy and? Um, I don't think so. Uh, so the I don't. I'm not going to spoil Last of Us because I'm sure many people are playing it for the first time. To that's a good point, especially with two coming to out. experience part two. But the last scene of the game, um, when they were recording the mocap stuff, um, I think I have. I'm blanking on the Firefly leader's name. I couldn't tell. I played the game a couple months ago and I couldn't tell. It's that. I'm real bad with names. <laughs> um, mm. But she, the actress, just starts busting out in Broadway song. And turns it into a musical. Yes, I have seen this. Yes. <laughs> that is such a great blooper because Troy did not know that was happening. And he went with mm. it. And the whole that whole scene turned into a musical. And it's really, it really was great. so great. <laughs> and Troy Baker, can like he has the voice of an angel. Yeah. And just, the, oh, I remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Now that you say it, I remember it. It was so funny. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I want to see most, most games. I want to see, like, God of War bloopers. And, like, Days Gone that- bloopers. And just... That would be really funny. Just put it all on one DVD set, like PlayStation's bloopers. Like I'd be, I'd be down for it. I'd buy it day one. They have to be there. They have to be there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like Corey or, like... or Neil, like performing, right? Like I would, yeah. Oh my sure. Hands down. Did they, I didn't get a chance to sit down and watch Raising Kratos? Has that oh, has anything been in there yet? Uh, not as far as like bloopers per se, but mm. that is one of the best documentaries. Uh, I've watched, especially because it deals with a game that is one of my favorites of all time. And hands it down, um, man, that game, that is oh, it's so good. And they have like multiple camera angles from when the game got revealed at E3, and like you yep. see, um, I think the composer's name is Bear or something. Mm-hmm. Um, just have a huge grin on his face when that when Kratos popped onto oh, the screen. So awesome. I was in the uh, the movie theater in New York City for that E3 because mm-hmm. they did like those E3 experiences where like you mm-hmm. can go and sit with PlayStation fans and just watch the conference. And that year, right. it started off with God of War. We got Resident Evil mm-hmm. Seven. We we, yep. we got Crash Bandicoot uh, coming mm-hmm. back. We got Spider Man. We got Horizon. We got Days Gone. I was like, oh, oh man, there's a lot here. <laughs> It what was, was that like being in a theater oh, for that? Just being what I assumed the PSX conferences were. Like you're just with mm. fellow PlayStation fans, just geeking out about the games you love, and oh, it, it was great. Like Goosebumps, it is, it, it is awesome. Uh, I, I hope they bring those were, was back. Was it the but, oh shit moment? The oh shit moment? 
Um, yeah, like was it there where everyone's standing up and screaming? Oh, and you especially switch? with Resident Evil Seven, because nobody yeah. knew that was a thing, and everyone was out of their seats. Even as a non-Resident Evil player myself, because I'm too much of a scaredy cat, yeah, I was no, like, hands down, holy crap, that reveal was awesome. <laughs> and then when it they said so cool. playable from beginning to end in VR, I was like, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I've only ever watched Let's Plays of the Resident Evil series just Same. because I'm too, like, the commentary makes it not as scary. Yes. And there's just no way I would play it by myself. I'm I'm probably going to play three. Um, and this is probably okay. this is probably going to sound r- really hurtful to uh, survival horror fans. Um, this one seems more action-y, and that's why I want right, to play. Right, that's what everyone's been saying. <laughs> that's why I want to play, because it seems more action-y, and, like, sure, Nemesis is going to be terrifying um mm-hmm. but i'm down to to experience it I, I have it on my vita as a playstation classic but i can't okay. i can't do the tank controls on the vita it's i love my vita yeah, it, but it's bad i love the vita too <laughs> but tr- tank controls on the vita is a little rough but yeah for sure especially when you have to use like the back touchpad oh it's not great yeah not great it was they were trying to be forward thinking but it's just bad yeah but I love the Vita. It, mm-hmm. it, like some of my best gaming moments are on the Vita. Oh, I have hundreds sure. of hours in it. For sure. But some things are just. Give bad. me that Ding and Rampa all day, every day. Dude, Freedom Wars. Mm. I've played Freedom Wars twice all the way through, and it's just great every time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then don't even get me started on Persona Four Golden. Uh, I'm writing that wrong as we speak. I never played it before, and then someone lent me their copy, so I'm gonna Good. finally play it. Yeah. Good. I think it's. It just Persona lends itself so well to being a handhold experience. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, yeah. It's, I think you'll enjoy it. I yeah, I love it so far. So I'm excited to keep good, going. Good. All right, so Kyle, we have a bit of a background with with some of your media consumption habits. Yeah. Uh, we know you have been a best friend for a while. What's your history with Kind of Funny? Were mm-hmm. you someone who kind of stumbled into it, or have you been there since the IGN days? Uh, yeah, I was there from the IGN days. I can't remember specifically what game it was, but um. I was looking up a guide for a game because I was stuck and mm-hmm. I was on IGN. And then I saw that they had this whole show just dedicated to PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what episode number it was, but the moment I, I listened and it was Greg, it was Colin, it was Ryan. Um, and then I think was Gold, no, Goldfarb was later. Um, but then since that point, like I downloaded past episodes. I just binged them all. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I was fully hooked. So that was actually, like, my first podcast experience was listening to them. Okay. Uh, especially because they didn't really have the video versions uh, at right. that point. Um, so ever since then, and then I stumbled onto YouTube, and I was like, wait, that is Greg and Colin talking mm-hmm. about ants? I want to see what that's all about. Uh, that was a conversation with Colin, and uh, mm-hmm. just kind of, I've been there since that moment like a just diehard fan um it, it's awesome. hard to keep up nowadays with you know real life yeah. stuff and they put out a lot of really great stuff and i just mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier there's too much to do um and right. my work is so close that i can't really listen to podcasts um right it's like a 10 minute commute to the schools that i substitute teach at so like mm-hmm. if for me to do a full podcast it'll take me a full week to listen to the whole thing pretty <laughs> much so I'm I'm also like a strictly YouTube watcher because I enjoy watching okay. the reactions live and kind of seeing. Oh, for sure. When somebody is not talking, if they're like making mm. weird faces, I'm looking at you, Nick Scarpino, <laughs> and like <laughs> the the side eye to the camera, Tim Gettys. Like I, you miss that when you're just an audio listener. So right. Yeah. I said there are definitely shows I feel like 
I won't listen to KFAF because that one is so oh, visual. Yeah. Um, I always love watching the po- like the kind of funny podcast just because, mm-hmm. like you said, those reactions. That's where you really yeah. get them. I, but like usually, like Gamescast or Games Day, like those are ones I'll listen to just because I won't have time to For sure. watch them otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, along your kind of funny journey, when does the community management? When does the <sighs> kind of funny NYC kind of come into play? Yeah, that's. Uh... I forgot where we were. I think we we're at PAX, maybe. Uh, myself and Mike, who co-runs kind of NYC with me, and his lovely fiance Kelsey Lynn Lewis. Um, somebody asked me like, when did it start? And I think kind of NYC as a whole. I think when it's, I want to say, 2018, 2017. Um, okay. But I think I did some meetups the year prior in 2016. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of. I wanted to just meet people pretty much like I I'm still at home. Uh, all my friends have b- married and moved on. They've, they moved mm-hmm. away. Um, I am the last one here on the Island. So, yeah. uh, knowing that there were people nearby and I think the, f- the first one I did, um, I think we went to go see the power Rangers movie in nice. theaters, um, out here on the Island. And now it's like it's like pulling teeth to get everyone to come out here to the island, because yeah. New York City is so much more convenient for everybody else. And then there's right. me with a two-hour commute each way. I'm like, all right, here we go. Um, I still love Pack it. My bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me pay an, an, an extraordinary amount of money to just use the train. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to meet new people, uh, especially with the kind of funny best friends, because they've given they've given me so much. Um, face mm-hmm. the Facebook group in particular like I was a, a watcher a listener for so many years and then I found this Facebook group and I was like you know what it's cool there's other people I, I I never really kind of dove into like those type of fan bases that weren't sports mm-hmm. related um mm-hmm. or like wrestling related um yeah. so like it was nice to it was nice to just kind of find people talking about games the stuff that I did mm-hmm. in high school and college and talk about the newest movies and whatever and I went from being a lurker uh, to like really just making posts and everyone was so freaking friendly and welcoming yeah. and I was like all right I'm all in I actually want to meet some of these people in real life so I did that movie one uh, Power Rangers and then uh, another best friend who is like a brother to me now 32 um, mm-hmm. bit player on Twitter uh, he wanted to go to do you remember Ragtime Pizza uh, Colin's like favorite pizza place out here on the island yes yes yes, yes. he yep. uh, he uh, the this best friend. Um, wanted to come out to the island to try it because there were rumors that it was mm-hmm. going to close down. And so he's like, all right, let's get a meetup. I saw it on the Colin and Greg live ticker or like he tipped in or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, sure, I'll help out and I'll go. Uh, and we went, ended up going, which was just me and him and a couple other best friends. And we just hung mm-hmm. out for hours. I was like, this is awesome. Um, yeah. And then just kind of spitball from there from movies. And uh, I typically always did movies, like movies and food and drinks afterwards. Cause like, that's kind of mm-hmm. a, low key um if you don't want to stay for food and drinks that's fine or if you do you don't have to pay for them you can just hang out Um, right and then it wasn't until comic-con the following year new york comic-con um Mm. that somebody else was putting on a meetup which was kelsey um Mm -hmm. and her then uh boyfriend and i met them and then just kind of spitballed and we're like hey why don't we just combine forces and like really push forward and do things in New York all the time because there's a ton of best friends out here. And oh, yeah. um, 
we just kind of slowly chipped away and now we, we do podcasts together and like we do meetups yeah. every month like it's insane <laughs> but it's awesome it's awesome like, it is one of my most favorite things to do is just hang out with best friends like the uh the community we have in kind of nyc uh there's a lot of us um not mm. every meetup everyone comes out but it seems right. lately we've been getting a couple new faces every couple meetups and i love that because every time we're, we're cool. at a meetup i always turn to kelsey and mike i was like man i love these guys i love the people that come out all the time but i know mm. there's other kind of funny best friends out there right that if they knew we were here they'd be here and like i just want to meet I just want to meet everybody in the area, pretty much, and I kind of, sure. I kind of, kind of got a taste of that at World mm-hmm. Tour last year, even though that was bonkers. Yeah, I bet <laughs> that was bonkers. Bet. We were expecting like 150, 200 people, and it was like 600. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm, have you seen the pictures of that one? Yeah, I did, but I didn't expect. Sure. I didn't realize you were expecting such a small turnout to begin with. Yeah, uh, line down the street. Uh, when we walked into that bar, cause we, we bought like, uh, we had another best friend sponsor us like for like candy favors, uh, oh, that cool. we had like the kind of funny logo on M&Ms and like Porty's face on M&Ms and just That's a bunch of awesome. candy we were going to give out. And we went to go, we walked in and they're like, Oh, you got this upstairs bar area, upstairs bar area. And there was like maybe mm. six tables and it was very small <laughs> And I looked at Kelsey and Mike like, uh oh, this is not gonna yeah. go well. And the rest of the bar was not big either. Um, yeah. And within no time, it was jam packed. You could barely move. It came to the point mm-hmm. like we had the whole crew just pick spots and then just kind yeah. of maneuver lines. The w- the wait staff was so mad at us. Um, it was it was not fun uh, for that part. Right. It was very stressful. And I hope well, I can only imagine. I hope everyone that came out got a chance to at least talk to one of them because I know some people didn't mm-hmm. get to see everybody. Um, right. Even myself included, I left. I was like, man, I would have really loved to just hang out and talk to them a little bit. But I, yeah. I've met them before, so I kind of stepped aside and let other people, mm-hmm. you know, have their 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 moment. Um, mm-hmm. But I hope that shows them. If you're listening here, Greg Miller and, and, and Tim and Nick and Andy. Uh, the East Coast loves you. Come back, please. <laughs> you barely come out here, and we love you so much. Um, and we hope to see you. Not have us fly out to San Francisco. You come to us just once in a while. That's all we want. <laughs> I mean, New York's a pretty big place. There's tons of stuff for them to do. You know exactly. what I mean? They could they could network with people exactly. and hang out with the with kind of funny friends. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, Pax East was just less uh, a couple weeks ago. You came. What? Well. They probably got kicked out of Paxis, but that's that's fine. <laughs> their their panels are notorious for going overboard. Um, Just being a l- little rowdy. A little rowdy, which I love, but I, I guess the Guardians, not Guardians, what are the enforcers of Pax are probably not, right. uh, not too happy with them. <laughs> makes makes their job a little, little, little challenging. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so with being the community manager for New York... Uh, or at least part of the yeah. team. Do you guys have like big aspirations or is it just kind of continuing to grow each year? Yeah, uh, for sure. We want to keep growing. We want to make sure everyone in the the tri-state area knows about us and comes on out um, just to hang out. Um, we we want to, since we've been stepping our toe into like the podcast thing, we kind of want to mm-hmm. uh, get into more of like a content creation site pretty much like right getting games to review getting codes early to kind of uh kind of mark our way into that territory um Mm -hmm. because like new york like you said is is 
is not no slouch when it comes to like video right. games and like media stuff out here. So if we can carve out that niche out here, um, I think that would do wonders for us and hopefully lead to, uh, you know, other opportunities to work with the kind of funny crew proper mm-hmm. um, that way. Our, our motto is, and uh, we want to make sure when everyone asks like, Oh, what are you doing for like, do you guys make any money? Cause I, I feel mm-hmm. weird using kinda and, and making money off of it, you know, like I don't want to, I understand. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, step on anybody's toes for sure. And if that ever happens, let us know and we'll stop it. But, um, mm-hmm. we want to be able to make money to get a bigger event space in case kind of funny comes out mm-hmm. or like, right. you know, do these bigger and better community events, like rent out a barcade or go on mm-hmm. a spooky, um trolley tour through brooklyn or something yeah. like that costs money because money is you know tight for everybody so if of we course. can just step it up and do more interesting things that's what we want to do with it and that's why we're twitch streaming that's why we have merch every every cent that we make goes straight to that stuff minus that's cool. um extra life like that stuff right. all goes to obviously the hospitals um but like yeah the, the big beautiful kids big beautiful kids so you touched on it a little bit, which we were going to hit a little bit later, but we'll get into it sure. now. Uh, you have so many different podcasts, yeah. uh, and I think you guys are doing a really phenomenal job hitting all, you know, pretty much all markets Great. of Thank entertainment. Uh, is well, I guess you kind of said it. Like, is a big goal to be almost like an East Coast branch of kind of funny. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe your own spin, but for sure, is that big? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, a personal goal of mine, like I, I think, is. For everybody that is going for up and comer, uh, one of my dreams is to be a member of Kind of Funny Proper. Mm-hmm. So right. um, any way that I can show them or that we can show them that we can handle like media stuff and, and creating content mm-hmm. and have it be super high polished and of a high quality, we're gonna jump in and do our best to do it. Um, Right, but like what you mentioned, I, I have so many shows, and yeah, I feel it. I, I, I sometimes, yeah, I sometimes I feel like I do too much, but then I mm-hmm. think about it's much better than me just kind of sitting at home and being bored and staring at a screen when I have I feel you. have choice paralysis. Like I want to, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to all these other best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a no brainer to me. Yeah, sure. I don't have an, a whole lot of time to game because I'm. I'm podcasting or editing stuff but like i make my time mm-hmm. uh, so, so yeah. don't worry about me friends out there like i <laughs> i play games plenty and and do other things but you know podcasting became a love of mine pretty quickly um you wouldn't think so because i was a super shy kid in high school didn't want to talk like mm-hmm. i cried in front of a health class in middle school because i had to read my essay in front of the class oh, i had i ran out of the room i was so anxious and nervous Oh, and now here I am talking to you over the internet, like, and I do it every there week. You go. Like it's insane. Uh, multiple with multiple <laughs> different podcasts yeah. and shows, and yeah, it's insane. Um, kind of proud of myself in that fact that I kind of overcame the that you should those be. hurdles. Yeah, for sure. I'm saying I think I think not enough people toot their own horns when it's much deserved. You know what I mean? Like I know there's that social faux pas, where like, oh, I don't want to brag or whatever. Sure. But I mean, like you said. That, that's a big thing yeah. to overcome, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and you should be proud Thank of yourself. You. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, Mr. Overweight Kyle back in high school, you know, had a close group of friends, didn't go on mm-hmm. many dates, um, 
shy, kept to himself, reading. Like, I'm sure this happens to most people, but like, what did you have to like read from the textbook in high school? And you would always like go through the rows and you would count which paragraph is yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all right, I'm going to have to read this. Oh, she skips someone. Yeah. Shit. I, and then I don't know what to you do. You spend the whole rest of the time like memorizing that paragraph so you don't mess up. Mm. And even when you memorize it, it, when it's your turn, you flub a couple words. Stutter. Like, oh, no. yep. <laughs> the, the best example of that would be I was in social studies in high school and we were reading about like um, catastrophic events. And instead of saying catastrophe, mm-hmm. I said catastrophe. And the, oh. the whole class lost it, including my teacher. And I'm sure my oh, face no. got bright red. I was like, oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. What happened? I was I was doing so well. <laughs> I was doing so well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been there so many times. It is. And I haven't. It's weird. You said that. I haven't thought about that stuff since I was back in school. Uh-huh. But I do. I remember it like it was yesterday. It's being like, I don't know how to say this word. Yeah. No. I know, I'm going to have to say that word. What do I do? Yep. I'm going to go pee. Can I go pee? I got to go pee. Exactly. And you like, time it. All right. Like, yeah, you mentioned the other oh. bad part is like, what if he skips somebody? I was like, crap. Now I have to go for, re- yeah. not recount and re-memorize or re-practice. Like, oh man, stressful times. And then you're not paying attention to anything that's happening. Like you nope. have no idea. You know that one paragraph, yeah. but that's about it. Exactly. Um, <sighs> it, it also, like if the teacher would ask you a follow-up question to that paragraph that mm-hmm. relates to a paragraph yeah. somebody I else read. I did my read, time. I read. Like, you don't yeah, have no. to. I'm good. Just next person, Tommy, take it over. Plus, I don't think anyone actually like learned anything there no. because everyone was a not wanting to listen to the person reading. At least in my case, because I didn't want them to feel like I was judging them, yep. so I just like wouldn't listen, uh-huh. which defeats the purpose. Yep. Or I'd be paying attention to my paragraph. It was just a whole smorgasbord of not great. As a teacher, I'm pretty sure all those high school teachers did that, so they didn't have to read it. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that is... makes total sense. When you. <laughs> It's like the John Mulaney skit where he talks about, like, he's out with one of his teacher friends and she gets, like, really drunk and he's like, don't you have to go to school tomorrow? And she's like, I'll play a video. And he's like, that's why teachers play videos. <laughs> it's like all these things as adults are like, oh, my gosh, they, they're human beings yeah, like yeah. I am now. That is, yeah, that's insane when I see kids out of school. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. you wait, I thought you said you were a teacher, Mr. S. I'm like, I am. And they're like, no, you're not. You're wearing sneakers and shorts and a T-shirt. Like, you're not a teacher. You don't have the the tie and dress shirt on. It's like, well, newsflash. I don't teach every minute of every day. And kids' minds <laughs> I, I'm always going to teach you lessons. Exactly. <laughs> Here's so I'm going to drop some knowledge here and there on you. There you go. Have a good day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so then, Kyle, when did – because you say you kind of overcame this stuff in high school. Yeah. When did you discover your love for content creation? Sure. Or podcast specifically? Um so like I, I mentioned, I was watching uh, kind of funny IGN stuff for many years, and mm-hmm. it was at that point where I was like, man, I would love, I would love to be able to be on a PlayStation podcast to talk PlayStation. Like PlayStation mm-hmm. is my my love when it comes to video games. Um, for sure. And hence the Vita. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I bought it day one for my birthday. That was like, <sighs> give it to me, please. Um, nice. Uh, a my now co-host of the Trophy Room, our our PlayStation show. I got this fly flying mm-hmm. around. Sorry. Um, You're all good. Don't worry about it. Uh, the PlayStation uh, podcast we do every week. Um, my co-host there, uh, Joseph Moran, Mr. Bad Bit, um, part of the kind of NYC community, and he hit us mm-hmm. up in our group chat and was like, "Hey, I need a guest for the episode tonight. Does anybody want to do it?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. Joe, I've always wanted to be on a PlayStation podcast. Um, nervous as all hell. Like, it was mm-hmm. 
my legs shaking, like yep. butterflies. Like, oh man, what if I say something stupid? What if I say the Mario game on PS3? Oh no. <laughs> um, and uh, he was gracious enough to give me a shot. And we had like instant chemistry on that first episode, That's awesome. even though I was very nervous. And um, he did a couple more guest hosts because I guess his normal co-host was like at a point in her life where she was had other things going on she just couldn't commit to it Mm -hmm. um for sure and then it was the start of 2018 when joe was like hey kyle do you just want to be my permanent co-host i'm like Mm -hmm. yes uh yes please get (laughs) to talk playstation every week uh yeah um and so it wasn't until i was a few episodes into that when i was like man i really love doing this i want to do it more than just Mm -hmm. once a week um yeah. And it was also during that point in my life where I lost my teaching certificate. Um, oh. There, there was a, New York State has crazy requirements for for teaching. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I did anything bad. So, listeners, I didn't do anything bad. I am an upstanding citizen when it comes to teaching. Um, <laughs> I just thought I had another year of eligibility left before mm. I had to apply for my permanent certificate. Um mm. And even if I did do that, I didn't have enough days. Like, you have to teach 100 days consecutively for three years. And a substitute mm-hmm. teacher, that's kind of hard. Um, tough, yeah. So I, I, I missed that requirement. And by the time I caught it, um, it was too late to do anything about it. So I spent that whole year not working. Like, I was yeah. I was in a very deep depression. And... Um, mm-hmm. I relied heavily on the kind of funny Facebook group and the kind of funny content to get me through. And it wasn't until I was doing the trophy room where it's like, I'm at a point where I want to keep doing this. I kind of want to give back even more than just going to meetups and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd rather, I want to highlight all these best friends that are doing so many amazing things. And so I took a small group of the kind of NYC community aside. I think we're at Barcade in Brooklyn um Mm -hmm. i can't remember if that was just the only part of the meetup um i was like hey i have this idea where it's a one-on-one show where i just talk to a best friend and highlight why the community is awesome do you think that is Mm -hmm. something that is that would work that people would listen to and because these people are so freaking supportive they're like hell yes kyle that is an awesome idea uh run with it and then mike who runs kind of nyc with me he was like i'll do a theme song for you and i was like that's awesome yes please and then i turned to uh uh caesar who's leaving us for atlanta how dare you caesar um oh, it's it's not his fault he's got a job uh that's forcing the oh, move. well you know yeah but good for you having a i know job being an adult <laughs> well we'll see <laughs> if we'll allow him to leave um fair <laughs> he's not gone yet that's true uh, and I was like, Caesar, I love your artwork. Can you do artwork for the show? And he did. And it was just like, wow, mm-hmm. it's real now. Now I have to deliver. Um, yep. And then it just came to learning how podcasts work. Cause I really thought it was sit down, mm-hmm. just talk, put the audio together. Boom. Upload it. Fine. No, yep. you have to find a podcast hosting site an RSS feed. I had to mm-hmm. learn what that was. I had to, <laughs> I had to, to learn how to, edit the audio together and worry about audio drift and like mm-hmm. oh man it was a lot of learning uh, that first episode yep. took me a couple of weeks to just put out because i was overwhelmed mm-hmm. uh because like i understand because joe put the trophy room show together he still does 
So I had yeah. no, I had hands off completely with editing, which is another reason why if I wanted to get wanted to be a, a member of Kind of Funny, I got to start learning how to do these things. I, I got to start mm-hmm. learning how to edit and create content. And this was also at a point like being out of teaching made me kind of fall out of love with teaching and realize that maybe I want to do something else with my life. Um, of course. And so like learning any new skill that I possibly can can learn, hell yeah, I'll record my own podcast and edit it and put it mm-hmm. all together and learn it that way. Um, so yeah, I just kind of ran with it there and I tried to do every week and that got really tough. Um, you yeah. Know, it always does. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, two two years later, I think, almost two, maybe a year and a half uh, later, we're still kicking. I try to get them out every week. Yep. Um, summertime's awful because I work 12 hours a day in the summer, five days a week. Yeah. So I just don't have the time, but I enjoy sure. doing it. It's And like kind of NYC podcast, again, just more excuses for me to sit down and talk to people. Like it's it's what I do. Guesting on your show, guesting mm-hmm. on other people's shows. I would love, I love yeah. doing it. Like, especially yeah. now, like I'm not hosting. That's your job. So I can just kind of sit here <laughs> and kind of just right. be a guest and talk. Like it's nice. Yeah. yeah. So would you consider yourself the main host on each. I mean, I know you co-host yeah. with everyone, but like, like you're saying here, you do, you just get to sit back. I'm going to ask you the questions. Sure. I'm going to mm-hmm. guide you where I want you to be. Uh, do you feel that more responsibility to kind of be in charge of the other shows? Um, not so much when it comes to the kind of NYC shows, uh, mm-hmm. dollar slice and platform agnostic, uh, platform agnostic is, is, Which I love that name. by the Oh way. yeah. Shout out to, to Mike. And, um, I believe Mike and Matt put that one together. Um, that one is pretty much basically their old podcast, Three Best Friends, um, a limited mm-hmm. edition. And uh, they kind of got burnt out and they wanted to like reshape the show. And so they're like, hey, Kyle, you want to just hop on with us? Because I was a guest on there a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just talk about games, the what we've been playing. It's strictly just a what we've been playing show. Um, right. I was like, hell yeah, of course I'll do it. And so that one is Mike is hosting. I just show up and kind of mm-hmm. talk um, about what I've been playing. Dollar Slice, I am the host, but right. like it's just like I'm introing. I have a real bad outro. Still working on that one. Um, <laughs> like I, I'm sure you, you're you're you know this, but like finding transitions between topics is mm-hmm. so difficult, and I'm still learning that. Yeah. And and finding the cadence of when to like let the guest come in and not over talk them. Um, mm-hmm. But like when it comes to best friends, that is my show. That is I'm hosting. Right. I'm guiding that from beginning to end. Um, I, I pride myself on having people on there that not only just makes content. I I, I want to mm-hmm. have every member of the community on just to talk and like have people know them. Um, so for sure, that's why I say like, hey, if you want to be on the show, it doesn't matter if you make stuff or not. Hit me up. I'd be happy to have mm-hmm. you on. So that one, I have to be on my a game especially if people have never podcasted before which has happened um and i that's Mm -hmm. something i still need to get better at is trying to make them feel more comfortable before we start um of course but yeah that is my baby i I host that thing getting in i drive that show trophy room again i kind of like show up and read the news uh show up is kind Mm -hmm. of like i don't mean it like that um but yeah, like it's more of a relaxed it's thing. It's not for all me. on your shoulders. Exactly. And that is something that I would love to take more responsibility from from Joe because he is he does so much. And so like I would yeah. love to 
be able to kind of like edit some shows or put thumbnails together. But uh, mm-hmm. we're not at that point yet. But hopefully one day I can take the reins from him a little bit because he deserves a break. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Maybe be able to just like swap every other yeah, week. So, you know, absolutely. You're not doing everything. He's not doing everything. Yeah. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. So then when you're putting together a show for Best Friends Talk Funny, what does that look like? Is it Are you finding guests or do you have like a solid list of people who've reached out? And then sure. like, do you have a list of questions you want? Because I know you like kind of revisit past kind of funny podcast yes. topics, GOG mm-hmm. topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is it really just kind of making sure the guest is feeling comfortable? Uh, yeah, uh, for sure. Just making sure they feel comfortable, talk about what they're into. Um, when it comes to finding guests, I still have a list from like last year like when i started mm-hmm. i was like hey i'm doing the show i did my first episode with zyger and people listened like oh my mm-hmm. god i would love to be on the show and i still have that list i still need to go back and and contact some of them um but i pretty much just try to balance content creators people who don't make content in betweeners mm-hmm. like i just want to i want to be able to hit every person of the community and highlight them whenever mm-hmm. i can um but when it comes to like run the show, I have I pretty much it's it's not as uh, difficult as I make it out to be. Um, <laughs> I pretty much just like I have notebooks here, and I pretty much just write the same questions and just change yeah, the change you. the person. And um, <laughs> like if I know they do something really cool that I want to touch on, I'll put like a little note to the side, like oh yeah. so and so is a fantastic artist. I want to talk about their art. Mm. Um, but it's pretty much just like. Where are you from? What are you into? What's your job like? And then we get into, I try to mix it with personal stuff, um, a topic they bring, like the one thing they should read, watch, listen to, or play. Mm. And then, um, uh, you know, like Twitter handle, some more personal stuff, and then get into like right. what makes them kind of, what got them into kind of funny. Then we do the God mm. topic or kind of funny podcast topic and kind of like roll through there. Um, questions from the audience. So, like, there is a structure to it, but I mm-hmm. – sometimes I f- just kind of, like, throw it all against the, against the wall. Like, hey, we're just free-flowing. Yeah. If it's working, it's working. Um, but then there are other times where I have to stick to it because either I'm off my A-game or I can tell mm-hmm. that they're a little nervous, which makes me feel awful yeah. afterwards. But it, it's, it's, it's definitely something you have to learn. It is not that easy just kind of hopping on and hosting a show. It sounds easy. Oh, for sure. But uh, there's there's definitely well, a technique to it. Oh yeah, and, and the guest helps a lot too, because like it is like you said, it is your job as host to make your guests feel comfortable mm-hmm. and kind of coax things out of them. But sometimes you'll get a guest like Corey Cudney, who oh, yeah. is amazing yeah. and just could talk forever. Absolutely, you know what I mean? which which is great as a host. It's fantastic because yeah. you're like, oh, this is great. I can you're gonna do you, and I'm just gonna sit here and, and chime in when I need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- those are always fun, and I, th- I always look at the time code. I'm like, holy crap. We're at like an hour and a half, and I haven't touched half of the questions that I've had pre-written down. Uh, so the, yep. I got I better strap in. We're here for a long one. Uh, but those yeah, those are some some of my favorite episodes. Um, they're all great, mm-hmm. but like I love when I have a long sit down with somebody to just kind of sure. chit chat, and it's not like I'm forcing it either. It just comes so natural. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things about the best friend community, and I feel like I say it every episode, mm-hmm. but that it is, is so, the best friend mantra is so true. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who you sit down with, you know you've got that one thing in common, and, and there, there is a real friendship there. Yeah, for sure. 
it is that is something I preach to people who are nervous about going to meet other best friends in real life. Like once mm-hmm. once you realize that you play you all play games, or if you don't play games, you mm-hmm. watch movies. If you don't watch movies, right. you watch TV. If you don't do that, you read yep. comics. Like there's always something you can uh, talk about if it's not kind of funny. And like there's been mm-hmm. plenty of times where I had to meet up. All we do is talk about kind of funny. So it, yeah. it is it is such a welcoming thing. Um, and nobody should feel nervous, even though I totally get being anxious and nervous. But it's once you're there, it, all that melts away. And it's 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 mm-hmm. so much fun to be a part of. Oh, of course. I think so. I was a part of the the, the meetup Greg did in Battle Creek, Michigan, Sweet. just kind of out of the blue. And it was my first. Well, I guess it was kind of my second kind of funny meet and greet because mm-hmm. I did one with oh, when they were in RTX. Oh, sweet. Um, but the ba- but the Battle Creek one, it was like, you know, like a true blue, like out of the blue meet yeah. and greet where everyone just showed up at a moment's notice. And you're right. Just that feeling like my girlfriend and I sat at a table with a couple of buddies and like two guys we'd never met before, but it felt like I'd known them my whole yeah. life. So it's just, mm-hmm. they're just some of the most wholesome people out there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I've, I think I've had somebody on the show that I think helped do that or like drove Greg home. Was that Hannah? Hannah so. Han plays OW on Twitter. I believe she was at that one. Yeah, I think she kind of like quickly organized everything yes. at the drop of a hat, and like I think Greg stayed with them. Uh-huh. He like drove. No, I think they drove him to his. That's uh, right, because he was just walking because he thought it was close by. Yeah, and they were driving by. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Hannah's they awesome. Picked him up. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of that meetup. I was like, wow, that's a great turnout. That is something I wish we got it every was single really time. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Like, I know we just, like, I came home from work and I saw it and my girlfriend was still working and I just, like, called her. I was like, hey, when you get home from work, we're getting in the car and we're driving two hours to Battle Creek, Michigan yes. and we're going to meet Greg Miller. Absolutely. Because you don't get that opportunity all the time. No. Like, if he's within no, that expressing... distance and time, you're going. <laughs> yeah, if he's, like, never in a million years did I think Greg would be in Michigan of all places. <laughs> yeah. Um, For sure. You take it where you can get it. And again, it was, it was a huge turnout. I was like, I don't expect. I mean, like, how many people are going to show up? Like, maybe it's just going to be us. That'd be cool. But, like, what is that going to be? And, no, the place was full. It was yeah. packed. Yeah. It was awesome. It was that a Buffalo Wild Wings, wasn't it? It was indeed. Yeah. See, I have good memories when it comes to that stuff. Uh, but ask, yeah. ask me names in video games and movies. Not your guy. I'm not I'm not the person for but that. I remember every single meet and greet that's ever <laughs> happened. Yeah. I try to, at least. So with the meet and greets, have you been able to go to any of the live events for Kind of Funny? Other than, like, the meet and greet in New York? Yeah, so uh, my first ever, like, official Kind of Funny event uh, was Kind of Funny Live 3. Um, and once again, I'm going to shout him out again, as well as another best friend I met at the meetups out here. Um, John Schmidt. New new father, by the way, John. Congratulations. Um, Ooh, hats off. And uh, 32-bit player, um, who mm-hmm. are, like, brothers to me. It was during that time when I l- lost my teaching thing, and I was super right. depressed. And uh, they helped, they pretty much helped fly me out. And I stayed with them um, and helped pay for that trip. And I'm so incredibly in their debt. And I hope to pay them back one day in full. But like uh, being there for that and that first meetup of, um, oh, I can see the place. It is a cool bar where there's just video games set up up everywhere. The Foundry. Um, Okay. It was the first community thing. I I met people that were in that thank you video I did that year for Kind of Funny. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just talking to them. And I was standing up there, still nervous, still a little reserved. 
because uh, like course. online is different and i think you everyone knows mm-hmm. that like you can talk yep. freely online but the moment you're in person if you're not comfortable it is the whole dynamic you're changes. back in high school and you you are yep. you are you know counting paragraphs <laughs> it's yep. it is like the exact same feeling um but then like i looked over the the railing we were upstairs i was like oh shit that's greg miller greg miller is walking mm-hmm. in we didn't know greg was coming um he just walked up the stairs and i kind of got the courage to go up to him it's like hey uh, i made that thank you video for you and before i can get another word out of my mouth he just gave me the biggest mm-hmm. hug and, and said thank you that's i was awesome. like okay you're this type of person in real life like it is yeah. i love you so much greg and they were everyone was so welcoming and so loving and mm-hmm. i wish i there was a kind of funny live event every single month that i could go to even yep. though that's so unrealistic but like just it's a lot of fun it's tiring for sure um, mm-hmm. but it's a good tiring. It's, it's a good exhausted. Yeah. It's a rewarding yeah. tiring. So I, I got to go to that one. Um, uh, again, another reason why I wanted to do best friends talk funny is because of the love I felt there. Um, mm-hmm. and then I did get to go to prom, uh, which was awesome. Nice. Uh, decided to campaign for King, uh, got on the stage. I got a sash, uh, which shocked the hell out of me. Um, that whole thing is a blur. Like, I remember going on stage. Yeah. And I've seen the video since. Uh, that <laughs> I remember going up there. I remember blowing a kiss to the crowd. And I don't remember anything else. I remember Zyger <laughs> being bum-rushed by Mike and, and getting a kiss from him on the stage. Mm-hmm. I remember Blessing being crowd-surfed to the stage like a baller. Um, but nice. other than that, and Smash Mouth. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the most important thing. Every Fucking seeing Smash Mouth Every live. other week... I wake up I'm like holy crap! I saw Smash Mouth live. That is That's something I never thought I would happen. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, prom was amazing. Um, and then kind of funny world tour when they came out. I was so happy for that. And mm-hmm. even though it was stressful being part of like the planning yeah. part of it, um, it was super rewarding to see those people that never had that experience before and getting to talk to Greg mm-hmm. and just like tell him thank you. It, it it was super emotional. And I'm happy everyone got it, got course. that chance because. No, but not everyone can go and afford a trip across country or like Mm -hmm. hotels are expensive in SF. SF is super expensive. And this is coming from a New York boy. I, it is, it's pretty (laughs) close. Um, so I get it. I'm just happy that they went around the country and Mm -hmm. hopefully they go to other places as well just to kind of, you know, get, cause the fan base is rabid and in a good way because they want to see them. And they want to express mm-hmm. how much they love them and not just in the Twitter character limits. They want to tell them face to face. So anytime they can make that happen, I'm all for it. And I think what you say rabbit in a good way. And I think that's a great way to say it because I've never experienced it where best friends want to seem like, oh, I want to meet Greg Miller because he's like internet famous. Yeah. It's just like, you're right. Everyone just wants to meet them because they just want to say thank yeah. you. It's like, hey, you've done so much for me without, like, I know so much about you intimately that, and you don't know who I am at all, but you have changed my Absolutely. life. And to be able to give that thanks is just, yeah. it's a one in a million Absolutely. thing. You, you don't get, or not one, it feels one yeah, in a million. You, you don't get that opportunity to say that to a movie, right? You don't get to say that to yeah. a, a video game. But, like, you can say it to this person face-to-face for keeping mm-hmm. them company through the dark times and, and whatnot. Right. Like, that's that's awesome. And the authenticity between Kind of Funny and their fans, it just, you don't... Well, I, I think you're starting to see it more and more with companies, which is great. Yeah. But 
But even on uh, the, the podcast this week, Greg was talking about how he got to be asked on a board to be on a board for something, but he was letting people know like, "Hey, I'm going to have to tell my community," and they're like, "Oh, well, we don't want to do no, that." No. He doesn't have to no. tell us that he's going to be on a committee for anything, but he just wants to be that honest and yep. open with with the best friends, and, and I just think that's such a special. Connection. Absolutely, for sure, it, it, it's inspiring, and I. I want to do that more just in my life, just to be more open with people. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that is the way to live. Yeah. Don't hold anything back. Oh, yeah. Like I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Anyway, I am an emotional person. Mm-hmm. I am like Greg. I cry like a baby at all times. Uh, I feel like me too. <laughs> so like it's learning from him that, yeah, be open about everything, business practice, you know, relationship, what you're feeling like it is so important. And there's such good mm-hmm. role models for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's great. Plus, it just it just shows like how much you can succeed with positivity. Yeah. Like you don't need to be scummy. You don't need to cut anyone mm-hmm. down. Like I, I I wholeheartedly believe that the kind of funny community is the best community on the internet. For sure. And it can be said for it can be said, but it's also proven. Yeah. Like I've never seen a bad exchange really mm-hmm. between the best friends. Yeah, yeah. I. As an admin in the Facebook group, I've seen a couple, but like the good, well, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> the good outweighs uh, the bad, one thousand um, percent. And mm-hmm. like you, you, I agree with you that it is the most positive place on the internet, especially as a member of the wrestling internet community. That thing is so toxic and garbage. <laughs> um, it is like opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, so yeah. I'm happy that I have that in my life, so I don't get bogged down by all that garbage. <laughs> How much of that do you think is is part of just playing into the wrestling persona oh uh not when it comes from the performers themselves but when it's the fans okay. being toxic for yeah. no reason i it makes me sick to my stomach um they just get too into it uh and not yeah but like yelling at somebody for i mean yeah that's a good way to put it like too into it. like yelling at somebody for a storyline reason or like oh yeah um it's it's gotten better, but like the mm. treatment of the female performers um, was not not great. It's not something that is looked back and is is mm. proud on. It's getting much better because the women of WWE in particular are crushing it, and that's why I watch. Because not only yeah. are they gorgeous, but they are so talented in the ring. They are some of the best mm-hmm. in ring storytellers. It is amazing to watch. But like, they have to deal with so much shit. Um, yeah, so, I bet. I can't even imagine. So I'm, I'm hoping it, that is where it gets real toxic. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that turns around. But when you look at that and you look at like the kind of funny community, and it is, it's like night and day. Like it is. Oh yeah. It's like a rain cloud over here in wrestling. It is sunny days over here with like rabbits. The sunny happy face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're just all promoting each other and having a good time. Absolutely. Uh, so Kyle, kind of touching back on uh, the up and comer opportunity, mm-hmm. is is there a big thing you're looking to get out of the experience? Yeah. So like uh, I mentioned earlier, I wanted to create content to learn new skills, um, mm-hmm. and I would love uh, to learn how to edit videos. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't have the programs uh, that are capable for me to do it. I would love to just kind of mess around mm-hmm. with it, but like. You know, financially, I'm not in that spot where I can afford Adobe Creative Cloud for that much money a month. Are you nuts, Adobe? I understand. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, just learning how to, to edit that way, learn how to edit the podcast more efficiently 
and uh, mm-hmm. make them even of a higher sound quality um, mm-hmm. is something that I would look forward to. Um, I would love, I think the main reason if I get that spot uh, on the back end of things instead of creating content is I would just love to sit with Joey and, and soak yeah. up all her community uh, oh, knowledge um, just to learn everything and anything of how to organize things, talk to vendors, you know, uh, the Patreon stuff, like any, I would lo- love doing that more than I think being on camera or like doing things, mm-hmm. um, content wise, it's just sit- sitting with Joey yeah. uh, selfishly just because I want to sit with Joey. Cause I never have enough time to kind of like talk to her. Yeah. Um, but like professionally and, and, and knowledge wise. Yeah. I think Joey is invaluable to that team and it's, Mm-hmm. I would love to learn how to better do kind of NYC stuff or branch out. And maybe that could be a new career community management. I don't know. I just need to learn from Joey. That is a main goal yeah. of mine. Again, a wealth yeah. of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I say, I say it every episode because I like pointing it out, uh, as kind of funny grows, they're going to have specific holes. Yeah. And what's been really cool to see is each best friend who's running for up and comer that I've talked to, fills a different Mm -hmm. hole sometimes there's overlap and everything but like you no one has hit the community manager aspect yet you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i think that is one of your skills that you excel at and you do such a good job and you have such a proven record Mm -hmm. it would be wonderful to see them like hey we're growing the community's growing we're going to need another community manager yeah so for you to take the up-and-comer opportunity and and to use that to learn i think is just wonderfully wonderfully smart and Again, another example of how you give back to yeah, the community. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. That is also, yeah, that would be the dream uh, is, is to work with Joey and do community stuff for him. Um, like, yeah, being on camera would be great. And I think that's something that mm-hmm. Kind of Funny does really well. Everyone at that company mm-hmm. comes on camera and shows their love for whatever it is that they love, no matter what your role is, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um Right. So I'm not I'm not worried in that vein whatsoever, but like yeah, to continue to grow the community and take it to new heights with the help of Joey would be mm. it'd be great. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and you've proven yourself on a mic and you've sure. proven yourself on camera. Yeah, yeah. It's the same general thing. So to be able to use those skills like you said, learning the back end, learning the video mm-hmm. editing stuff and mm-hmm. then giving Joey help because I'm sure if anyone at the office could use help other than Kevin, it's got to be Joey. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Now, if you were there, I know a lot of people have talked about uh, shows they wanted to mm-hmm. do or, or ideas they wanted to have. Are there any that you have in your little bag of tricks you might want to bring to the table for Kind of Funny? Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about this because I, I haven't really gone too hard on the promoting that I'm running. Like, I, I, I think I've said mm-hmm. it once or twice. Like, I'm, I'm going for it. But uh, <laughs> I see videos from, like, Corey and Nate and MC Fixer, like, holy crap. Those are so highly yeah. polished. I'm never going to be able to compete with those things. Um, I, I think what I'm going to do, this is a spoiler alert for whenever I do my video. It's just oh, breaking, news. breaking news. I'm just going to sit here and talk to the camera about what my plans are mm-hmm. and maybe find like stock video images and files to put like, <laughs> this is what it would look like. It's a great Here's idea. a placeholder. Um, but yeah, as far as like uh, on camera stuff, um, I love board games. So I think a, okay. a, a board game show called Kind of Bored mm-hmm. is something that would be <laughs> so fun to do, especially with Greg's history That's with awesome. Monopoly um, and kind of like oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of expand it from there and do other board games uh, like 
mm-hmm. uh, Resistance, which is kind of like Werewolf. Um, you got... Uh, oh my, now I'm blinking. Of course, I'm on the spot and I'm blinking. Uh, Suro <laughs> is a cool like dragon game where you have to run okay. away from the dragon and not dragons. eat your tail. Um, just a lot of cool board games that I think would work pretty well and be kind of fun to do mm. with them. Um, like we see a KFAF, right? Every episode starts with, yeah. with a board game. One one turn mm. each, which is awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, just to expand on that, kind of kind of board is what I would call it, uh, board games. Mm. Um, would love to bring back Debatable. <laughs> yeah. Would love to bring that back. I love Debatable. Because uh, that is, we are doing a form of that on the trophy room called Top Tier for Patrons, where we just bring okay. five... Uh, topics um, every month to debate like we did mm-hmm. best video game couples from February and um, okay was the first Good one call. oh the five worst PS5 launch games and I took it way way too silly and I made up my own launch games and that's not what Joe Ooh, wanted fun yeah it was uh, mine was Uncharted 5 uh oh SpaghettiOs it was the story of Cassie as a child <laughs> And how children look at everything like a huge adventure, like learning to walk and crawling. And <laughs> from that viewpoint, um, I won that episode, by the way. <laughs> and um, so they like, bring debatable well deserved. back. Yeah, bring debatable back in some yeah. way. Uh, hosting that, I think, would be fun. Um, mm. Just Photoshop my face over Jared Petty's face, and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the the main, the big one. And obviously mm-hmm. do some video game stuff as well. Um, they're already doing, I think, things that I wanted them to do is do more of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, what first impressions is, is sit down and talk about each game right. and stream it a little bit. Um, but the main thing is my one of my favorite pieces of content that they've ever done is the Halloween Havoc wrestling pay-per-view for the Kind of Funny Belts. So good. Uh, it was so good. So I would love to write out a script for like a weekly wrestling show and have it yeah. be in full in character, have backstage storylines, um, have championship belts, have more than just that one championship. Um, mm-hmm. Use my briefcase. Cause that is my briefcase that I made for them and gave to them at world tour. Fantastic. Um, part of me wants that back. I like, I want to hold that and go for the belt. <laughs> uh, but like do like a fully scripted, full-on character uh, wrestling show would mm-hmm. be cool. And we mentioned it early. It's, it's nice how things kind of like mesh together. I love behind the scenes stuff. I love bloopers. Yeah. So like to do a backstage behind the scenes vlog of just working around the office. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there's gotta be, it's gotta be a pretty fun place to work. Um, oh yeah. How many times does Kevin fall a day? And we just don't know. <laughs> ex- it. Exactly. I need to be there to document the falls. Um, <laughs> And just kind of like hang around with them and and film the vlog and and see what they, you know, what they go through on a daily basis. I think would be cool. Like yeah. the KFA bits, KFAF bits when they leave the office, are great. Mm. Like when they go to the fast food yeah. place or, um, I don't I don't know if it was the KFAF bit, but like when they went to go get a Christmas tree, and, and they they filmed mm. that whole ordeal like. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to go with Nick as he bu- he's buying props at Target for KFAF that week. Like <laughs> everything is content. Like I would love to just yes. you know vlog the crap out of them. So those are the main things I would do, as well as like hop on kind of funny games daily one week or one day, and you know just kind of mm-hmm. test the waters. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I think those are really great ideas. I think what's been fascinating to me is that every person has different ideas that they want to bring to the table, which I just think it, it just shows one how creative the community is, mm-hmm. but two how everyone everyone is going to bring something different to the yeah. table. Just because everyone might have same interests or similar set of skills, everyone's background is so yeah. different where they're going to be constantly thinking of something new, and I think that's really cool. I, I mean, I love in review, and that was something that I thought mm-hmm. about highlighting, but. I don't know if they'd go for the office in review. <laughs> I don't know if we could fit the there's whole been, office in there. I, I think we're close. You think we're close? I think we're close. Okay. There's been talks of it. That's you know true. I mean, Tim wants to finish the season. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, maybe, maybe a season in review, right? Mm. Where they just kind of quickly recount a season. God, the ragu bagu vids for that those seasons would be great. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> So yeah, move into like maybe the TV shows in review. Um, mm-hmm. Would be kind of cool. Office, Parks and Rec. Give me ex- uh, and a, a uh, reason to go back and watch like Twenty Four because Twenty Four was my jam back yeah. in the day. Uh, I've never seen Lost all the way through. I would love to see them talk about okay. Lost in review. Um, but yeah, that show's great. By the way, in review, I love that. Oh yeah, just I love it. Especially when they argue about the about what they've watched it's great <laughs> mm-hmm. i like even watching them there are a lot of times like i never watched really the fast and furious movies but i wanted to be there to see the mm-hmm. reviews of the fast and furious mm-hmm. movies you know uh and and i feel like part of the family now yeah exactly i've, never, I've watched two like i've watched one and two because they were on netflix mm-hmm. and you know like when, when that trailer came in and they showed han not gonna lie i was hyped yeah, as shit same oh. <laughs> for sure uh yeah that's uh, yeah for sure now we have to wait a whole year <laughs> to see them do the next yeah. movie god this virus is, is uh, it's so uh, it's anxiety inducing every waking moment of the day <laughs> it's nerve-wracking so like as and we'll touch on this a bit sure. as a substitute teacher like has that affected you a whole lot yeah. uh in my mental space, yes, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Every kid that coughs, I'm like, oh, no. Or, like, every kid yep. that sneezes or wants to come up and give me a hug or, you know, hands me papers after I watch them, like, rub their nose. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely it's definitely a lot as well as the other side of things. Like, there are schools around me that are closing just as, like, a preventative right. measure. Um and if they were to do that in the school district that I work at, being a substitute teacher who works per diem, right? I would not get a income. Like I'm, I'm out yeah. of, I'm out of luck if they shut down for any uh, stretch of time, uh, which would be a huge strain on me. So mm-hmm. I have to worry about that. Obviously, I have to worry about getting sick because I'm usually always sick. I just got over being sick right. after like a couple months of having a cough that won't go away. Um, lovely. I mean, I have the nieces in the house. I have my mom and dad here who have like immune, uh, diseases. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's, it's stressful. Um, but we gotta be safe. Everyone please wash your hands and and Mm -hmm. don't try not to touch your face, but it is so hard. I'd never realized like, I think you and I can probably read the beard. I just subconsciously just Uh kind of play with my facial hair all the time. Like I'm at work on my computer reading emails and i'm just like i probably shouldn't be doing this i should put my hand down i'm a big and then in five minutes i'm a big forehead rubber and like yeah it it kind of moves down to my eyes because i don't drink coffee so like i rub my eyes when i'm Mm. tired to kind of wake me up yep it's it's my hair fixer it's insane 
And like seeing all these big events being canceled, like E3, MLB is is suspended now, NBA is suspended, mm-hmm. hockey is it's, it's scary. It's a extre- bit scary. It is straight out of these movies and games that we have played and watched, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to how I feel about it. <laughs> so from your, you've got a whole lot of game and game podcast experience. Yeah. You touched on E3 closing. Do you think E3 is done? It's a great man. I've gone back and forth with this over the last couple of days. Um, in some ways, yes. Uh, I think it was kind of done last year when Sony didn't show up. Um, mm-hmm. From that standpoint, I feel like Sony not being there was kind of a let's get off the ship before it really sinks. Um, yeah. And now that E3 is canceled and not from. Like, they were going to do it if it wasn't for this virus. And now that this right. virus is kind of forcing their hands a little bit. And I think seeing all these companies, if they do do a digital event um, and see probably how well that goes, it might be a huge mm-hmm. hurdle to have them come back and be like, hey, everyone, yeah. come back here. Let's do it here. At money. least from the, the big developers and publishers. I My heart goes out to everyone right. that works in the hotel industries that are going to lose out. Yeah, no the, um, the uh, why am I blanking on the name? Um, the Coliseum, the the, the convention. Thank center? you, convention center. Uh, everyone yep. that works there, I, got you. Uh, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for all the smaller indies that are looking to get their games published on these big platforms and making connections. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Um, yeah, it does. Part of me thinks Greg is pulling a showcase out of his butt like right now as we speak he talked about it right that like if e3 was to cancel that he was going to try to do a sh- like they weren't going to do a showcase oh, okay. this year, but if e3 canceled they want to do something for the fans i think they mentioned that on a game okay. daily yeah i was last week. okay yeah i'm behind on those so i didn't hear that but like that's good to hear because mm-hmm. i love the showcases and uh yeah. it was it was cool being at pax east and seeing these games that i saw in the showcase having yeah. huge presence on the show floor like holy crap that's awesome. I'm for sure going to go over there and check them out for that reason mm-hmm. alone. Cause what Greg and Tim and, and Nick set out to do um, really worked where they give each game yeah. 10, 15 seconds to really explain what the game is, have the title of the game and the publisher, a developer right on there. Easy to read, easy to remember. Like it's, it is probably the best direct style video uh, that goes out hundred oh, percent goes around for sure. When, when you were seeing those games, were you able to like go up to those people and be like, oh my gosh, I saw your game on the Kind of Funny Game Showcase? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, what game was that? They, oh, no. Uh, Raw Men is one of them. Um, uh, what was another one? Um, the Emily's Away oh. uh, team. Mm-hmm. Um, I love talking to Kyle uh, for the, the last two years. I, he's super excited to see them do the drunk uh, playthrough of Emily's Way 3. Um, As I think everyone yeah. is. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to make it a point. If I've seen the game and I want to play, I was like, hey, I saw you on the mm-hmm. showcase. Um, and they're usually super – they have a huge smile on their face because obviously it meant a lot to them. That's awesome. But, yeah, it's all, it, it's amazing. What a great thing. Again, that's really cool. bringing smaller voices up is something that they do very well, and it's awesome. They, they do. I think. I think because of all the success they've had, because of the the length of time they've been in the industry, they're just able to use that platform they had to share stories and share voices. Mm-hmm. Which, 
you know, it's one of the things I've always wanted to do with anything I could. So to see someone like Greg have those same aspirations, but able to do them so successfully is just, a, it's a really, as a kind of funny best friend, I am proud to follow kind of funny. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. And I think, I think that's really special. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I kind of laugh to myself and this is where my parents come into the story is when I talk about mm-hmm. kind of funny in this way and they're like, Oh, what's the yeah. cult doing today? So, like, when I go to meetups, they're like, oh, you're going to go see the cults? Sure, whatever, Mom. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go do. <laughs> I get it. It does sound like it's a cult. But trust me, it's – we don't all drink Kool-Aid. The happiest cult exactly. you'll Exactly. I'm not killing anybody. We're just talking about games. Yeah. That's all we're doing. Yep, that's all we do. Yeah. We're, we are killing people digitally, and yes, that's as far fair. as it goes. Yeah, no blood sacrifices. Again, unless that's in a game, but we're good. <laughs> and that's – I don't want to play those games. They're too spooky. Yeah. So someone else will sacrifice someone. Exactly. I'll watch them do it. Exactly. I we we talk about games where we just walk around and just collect things. Like uh-huh. yeah. Good old walking Good old sims. Walking sims. <laughs> well, Kyle, it has been fantastic getting to sit down and talk with you. Uh, it's been wonderful, kind of hearing your story. Where can people keep up to date with you with the multitude of podcasts you do, community events? Where where can they find you? Uh, first off, thank you so much, Josh, for not only having me on. Of course. But, you know, showcasing everyone that's going for this up-and-comer thing, it's awesome to to kind of give people – there's only so much you can put in a tweet thread or a two-minute video on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, like, thank you for giving this platform for everyone to explain why they of want course. it. Um, you can find me at ninja 73 on Twitter. Uh, my show, Best Friends Talk Funny, which is the one-on-one show all about the kind of funny community, you can find on Twitter mm-hmm. at BFS Talk Funny and – Best Friends Talk Funny, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, I'm pretty sure. There was a snafu a couple weeks ago that I had to fix, and I hopefully it fixed it. Um, if you like PlayStation, uh, PlayStation, the trophy, or the trophy room of PlayStation podcasts, I always switch them up, mm-hmm. uh, is at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Um, you can listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as the video version is on Bad Bit Games on YouTube. Um and then you can go to kindanyc.com to look at our upcoming uh, community event uh, meetup schedule, as well as um, Plat Agnostic on Twitter for our gaming show and Dollar Slice Pod for our co- conversation, kind of like uh, Game Over Greggy Show style show, where we just talk about whatever we're nerding out about. And I think, oh, and Twitch, we're streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash kindanyc. Um, we try, we, we're all super busy, so we try to do a, uh, a set schedule. I'm playing through Sunset Overdrive for the first time ever. Um, Mike is doing Dark Souls. Kelsey's doing some Borderlands. Um, yeah, it's a super fun time, so go check any of those things out. And don't yell at me that I do too much stuff. Because <laughs> I know I do. It's fine. It'll be hard to do it because you do so much stuff, but you're also doing it yeah. for the community, and we can't thank you enough. Anytime. Uh, well, everyone... That has been another episode of the Kind of Funny Up-and-Comer podcast. If you or anyone you know is running to be an up-and-comer, please let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Josh Biddick. Shoot me a DM. I'll make sure I respond so we can get you on the calendar and get a special episode made just for you. Everyone, that is all I have for today's episode. So as always, have fun, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Sweet.